0: Hello, I'm Damon.
1: I'm Marcel, and I'm confused. But go ahead.
0: You're always confused, and we are Black Nerd Radio.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> okay. What are you? Two. What 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 are you confused about? I, I was watching.
1: We were talking about Family Guy right before we went on, and I I just remember Disney bought Fox, so
0: they own Family Guy, right? Disney bought Fox, and yeah, they, they do own Family Guy.
1: Yes. So, is that mean Family Guy might get toned down because they own them now, or
0: like no. Deadpool?
1: Like people are afraid Deadpool's going to be
0: that's That's not going to happen. Okay. Disney said Disney said that's why Disney bought forty. That's why Disney owns seventy five percent of Hulu or seventy percent of Hulu if you noticed if you have disney plus Plus, i don't know if you noticed nothing on disney plus is above a pg13 nothing right. yeah i expect Every, that. all their rated r content is on hulu plus that's why hulu plus i've had hulu forever but yeah. since they bought it it got a considerable bump in like what they have for shows and movies and that's, oh. and that's because disney owns you know owns fox and they also have their parent company to so many other smaller studios that they, of all streaming content, Disney owns 40% of that.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And, and of that, all that 40% of all that streaming content, you know, at least half of it is rated R. Yeah. So they, they had to have a home for it, and they still want the Disney Plus channel to be family friendly and want kids to be able to go on it without having to get their parents you know right so all the radar content goes to they. so they bought uh, the the um, they have a um, uh, majority ownership of Hulu and and all their stuff is shifted to Hulu as far as any any movie titles um, anything that the franchises that is R is going to stay R they said they are not going to touch Hulu they're not going to the uh, uh, what's his name um guy who runs marvel um Uiger? no that's not Iger. no figgy he, foggy yeah feige
1: he, Kevin feige yeah
0: yeah he said he specifically said they are not dialing down deadpool
1: oh,
0: he said, they so i don't that's that whole thing where disney gets a hold of it it's going to turn it all kids friendly that's it's kind of a overreaction a lot of people have because it's disney Right, D- old Disney, Disney of the '80s would have done that, but you know they were only thing keeping the studio open back then because they were they were hemorrhaging money, they yeah. you know back then and only thing that was keeping them alive was the theme parks, mm-hmm. and they didn't really get their footing until Iger got in there and then kind of changed things and now he's gone and I forget who's running it now, but um, yeah, because they could have been
1: bought. Uh, up until the Lion King and those real those string of um, animations that they did really saved the company.
0: The, the, uh, yeah, the the nineties they just they just was just killing it. But they were yeah. all they were they were almost bankrupt in the eighties. But that's what so, I mean. You know,
1: if you'd have had money in the eighties, you could have probably bought this before. You know, ten billion dollars maybe. Now, it, <laughs> what it be one hundred and fifty billion dollars or more? Yeah. Jeff Bezos could buy them if he wanted to.
0: Yeah, not not yeah. Well, he he has more money than they have, so probably yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Disney is valued at something like something like eighty five billion, something like that. Wow, and Bezos at one hundred eighty billion. Yeah, that's after, and that's and that's after the divorce plus he's got plus 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 he has plus he has all those military contracts that he's getting so he's he's gonna be the one of the if not the richest person in the world
1: well he already is i'm just wondering how close he's gonna get to julius caesar and mansa musa the guys from uh, antiquity you know who controlled entire kingdoms of gold and shit you know where they were worth well, he'll never catch those guys. Those guys are worth like three and four trillion dollars. I mean, he'll never catch those guys. I, the, those days are over. I mean, he asked Julius Caesar was worth like three trillion dollars. Mansa Musa was at four trillion. He gave away yes. so much gold, he crashed gold prices around the world. You know, and it didn't recover for like 150 years. He gave away gave away so much gold. Hey, you want some gold? Here you go. Want some gold? Here you go. Want some gold? Here you go. Pretty soon too. It's like giving me a rock. (laughs) It doesn't have any value anymore, dog. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You gotta keep that shit sparse, man. It's like uh it's like I was reading about diamonds. Uh Uh-huh. Diamonds aren't rare. A lot of people don't understand that. That there's enough diamonds in the world right now for every single human being to have about a hundred of them. Even the best cut, they're not rare. They're just they want you to think they are so that they can keep the prices of them high. They're not rare at all. Diamonds are just are plentiful. Everybody could have them for nothing. And that would just drive, that would just make it so that diamonds don't mean shit. Diamonds are a woman's best friend. Well, if they were out there, it sure wouldn't be, be like giving your girl a rocks from a gravel up gravel-filled alley. You know?
0: Yeah. Well. Let's get on with our nerd business. This is Black Nerd Radio, not, not Blood Diamond Radio. So, <laughs> so the big news last week, um, the really big news last week is Michael Keaton is mm-hmm. returning as Batman in the next uh, Batman movie or in some, not in the next Batman movie, but in some aspect. And everyone's assuming it's going to be in the Batman movie. But it's, it's really going to be in uh, Flashpoint yes. is where he's going to be. So, um, but they have him, um, the, the deal was for multiple movies. So um, I think, I don't know for sure because no one knows yet for sure, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to, he's, they, well, they said he's going to take on a Samuel, mm-hmm. a, a Nick Fury type of role so he's not going to so i think during flashpoint we're going to see he's going to be old batman yep I and he's it. probably you know which is probably a really good setup for like a batman beyond or, yeah, he's, exactly. or he's or he's going to be like the alfred role for another batman you know which would i guess would be batman beyond but or he's just going to be old batman
1: i hope he's old batman yeah i uh, think year I,
0: it, I hope so year 1 or uh dark knight returns batman yeah
1: exactly I hope I hope that's him because you know looking back I hated on Ben Affleck too soon because he, he actually did a good job looking back yeah. on his hindsight he really did I can't take anything away from him but out of all the iterations all the people that played him Michael Keaton still feels like he embodied that role and most people a lot of people don't remember well People, you have to be of a certain age to understand why that was such a big deal, him playing that role, because he was a comedian. You know, he was Mr. Mom, for Christ's sake. I remember the headlines. Mr.
0: Mom was going to be Batman? What? Well, I think the reason Well, was. Well, he had. He had but that, by that time, he had already done. He had already done. That was 89. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had already done some, you know. He had. Uh, what do you call it? He had done some work, you know, as a dramatic actor. So that wasn't like his so he, you know, he did clean and sober. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't like that wasn't the big linchpin. The big linchpin was the fact that Batman, up until that point, Batman wasn't dark. He was dark in the comics, but every live action iteration of him. Was like the it was Adam, Adam, West. Well, Adam West. Yeah. And was, Batman was hokey and cheesy and campy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't brooding as serious. No. It wasn't, it wasn't any of that. And this Batman was like dark. And I mean, he's not supposed to kill people. He's after the, you know, but he killed a couple guys in the first he, movie.
1: He killed the Joker. He dropped him off a ledge,
0: man. Yeah. But remember, he put that, uh, someone else he killed with a grenade. Yeah. So, um, you know that that was like and it was like we're seeing the batman from the comics and it looked like it was supposed to look mm. and it was dark and brooding it was just all those things it was like there was such and yeah, a lot of people don't <laughs> realize it was such a hype machine yeah. behind it i remember everybody had like the batman shirts with the insignia on it yep People were getting haircuts with the insignia in their hair, mm-hmm. you know, because it was '89. Because that was back when that was a thing. Yeah, and it was just insane. And the movie mm-hmm. made insane money, you know. Back then, it was just it was like it was what we were watching was a a evolution in like filmmaking. It was like different, you know. There was yep. another there been another comic book esque movies or shows, but they were never done quite right. No. And that when that came out, it was it changed. It was a game changer.
1: It really was, and, and 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 a lot of people just couldn't understand Michael Keaton. But even in his comedic roles, Michael Keaton always had this dark persona that you could just see in his eyes, and he could play drama. Like what was that one? Um, he did Extreme Measures with that great line: "You're going to find out where you where you stop and I begin."
0: You know, right, it was right.
1: a, that's 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 a terrifying line to hear from somebody because <laughs> they're killing people. You gonna find out where you stop and I begin, and you, you realize how great of an actor he, he he was. You know, and he he set the bar really high. Bale wasn't bad until that last Batman movie with that voice. It just got worse and worse and worse. It was hard to listen. It was hard to take him seriously with that voice that he just. I don't know what he was doing with that voice. I really don't. I, I just didn't like it. I, I did not like the, that, that, that voice. I thought Val Kilmer was a great Bruce Wayne. But he was a shitty Batman.
0: And George Clooney, well... I like George Clooney as... I like him. I like George Clooney as Bruce Wayne. He was just in the wrong Batman movie. Even Schumacher had to admit that it wasn't good.
1: You well, know, it took him 20-something years before he finally admitted it. But what he's but we've talked about this before, so we don't want to spend too much time on it, but Schumacher was paying homage to the old to, to Adam West. And if he'd have just said that, because I remember all the all the hype, all the commercials, all the reviews, not once did he say this is an homage to, you know, Adam West and that Batman. If he'd have done that, everybody would look at it in a totally different light.
0: Well, is honestly he was between a rock and a hard place, to be honest, because uh, you know, we had Batman that was great, and we had Batman Returns, which I didn't like, but it, it still did big numbers. But it didn't. Uh, the studio didn't. They were tired of having a dark, brooding Batman. Yeah, and and, and uh, um, Tim Burton didn't want to do anymore. He wanted to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. So they told you, Joel. They told Joel Schumacher that they wanted him to lighten it up. So, and he didn't know exactly how he was going to do it. So he decided to just go to the old shows and kind of do a modern take on that. So it was kind of like, he was like trying to please the studios and trying to please the fans. He was, you know, and he kind of just said, you know, if you look at Joel Schumacher, he's kind of his whole, I saw a video of the interview when they got brought up. He's just like, yeah, what are you going to do? You know, (laughs) what are you going to do? I wanted to keep working, and they wanted you know they
1: wanted me to do it. And so I said, so, I'll just do it, you know. I I bet halfway through he went, oh my god, this is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, a,
0: and,
1: a, especially picking Schwarzenegger. I mean, you, you freeze. I don't know, dude. I, I, if they ever do freeze, they need to pick somebody who's an actor. You know, like I could see a guy like a Jared Leto playing Mr. Freeze, you know, or a guy who's going to emit emotion because it's all about his wife,
0: man. You yeah. know, and, and well, it's, so,
1: motivation.
0: it's so funny. It came down to two people. When well, I remember when they were casting that movie and they were talking about who's going to be, who's going to be, you know, um, who's going <laughs> to be Mr. Freeze. And it came down to Schwarzenegger and Patrick Stewart. I think Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart would have made a great Mr. Freeze.
1: But yeah. um, Well, in this iteration, the way it was shot, I don't think anybody could have done a good job. You, you know, Arnold sucked, but I don't think Stewart could have done a better job with what he was given with that kind of direction. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: no. Oh, no. The, it was just a... I don't know so much about the direction because it was competent, but it's just shitty material. It was badly yeah. written. It was just dumb. Was just dumb. Yeah, the, the whole thing... Whole, Yeah, it was the whole thing is just awful, but um, the back credit card. Yeah, yeah, or the ice—they don't know who they're fighting yet, but yet they already have ice skates built into their shoes, their boots. Uh, Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, Now here's here's a quick question before we move on. Uh, I saw um, uh, this—I don't know if you saw it—but I I posted uh, uh, pictures of different people to play the Joker, and. I saw it, and I think for me it came down to Willem Dafoe or Jim Carrey. And uh, my mind went straight to Jim Carrey after I saw him in that makeup, I was like, that the way they drew him, I was like, that's a frightening Joker, because I think Carrey would have his own take on it, and I think he would be absolutely genius to watch him play the Joker. Now he's quite a bit older than Robert Patterson, obviously, but... If you need a new Joker, I think it, I think it should be him. I think Defoe is just too too. What is Defoe? Probably in the late sixties, early
0: seventies, maybe. No, William Defoe. He's in his sixties, but I, he- I would I would have went with William Defoe to be honest. He's just a stronger actor. Uh, I th- I like Jim Carrey. I think he would do a phenomenal job as Joker. But if I had to pick between the two, oh, it's it's Defoe. Defoe's just a solid. He's just a better actor. He That's is. Just,
1: and I just think Carrie could be more frightening, though, without being silly. Because Carrie is mm-hmm. really, he's really changed. I mean, and you and I are old enough to have watched the maturation of Jim Carrey as an actor, you know, yeah. from the days of Living Color through Ace Ventura, you know, to 23 and all the way up till now. I mean, he's really improved his skills. And I just feel like he'd be a fantastic Joker. Now, Defoe would be great, too. You know, Defoe's great in everything he does. You know, as long as the material's good. You know, I love Willem Defoe. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I would just go with Carrie Mainly because I'd be interested to see his take on it. You know, he's well, so creative. I would love to see what he would do with it.
0: I, 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 I still... Have, I, I think... And they're not that far in age, actually. So either no. one of them. And I am just looking at a picture of William Dafoe. He looks like the Joker without kinda makeup. Does. Yeah, he so kind
1: of I... <laughs> It's that weird smile he has. Yeah,
0: yeah, he has a really big man. Jim Carrey is 58. William Dafoe is 64.
1: I thought Carrey was 55. I didn't realize he was almost 60. January
0: 17, 1962. 1962. Interesting.
1: I didn't realize That's he was nice. that old. That's interesting. That's, wow. Wow at time has really creeped up on me with him. And I thought Defoe
0: was older.
1: No. He must have been in Hollywood. He was really young.
0: William Defoe is yeah. Huh, we <laughs> share he'll be sixty five uh on july twenty second. He and I share our birthday.
1: Wow. He's nineteen I he was, cool now. He's older than that. That's interesting. He fooled me. I thought Defoe was at least seventy. I didn't realize he's been an
0: actor since seventy nine. So
1: you you know. That's forty years, baby. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Twenty five yeah. That's about wow. Okay. Well, all right. Let's move on. What's the next topic, man?
0: <laughs> well, since we're talking about Batman and we mentioned Joel Schumacher, I want to bring up that Joel Schumacher died uh last week. He died uh, the week uh week we were the day we were recording our podcast, so we didn't find out until after the fact.
1: But Yeah, I didn't um, even know
0: that. He was 80 years old. Here's oh. something Here's something about him that I didn't know that was said about him. He claims to have slept. He is the Will Chamberlain of gay men. He's claimed to have slept with over 20,000 men in his lifetime.
1: You know, I didn't need to know that, but thank you.
0: For well, time. now you
1: know. <laughs> so you, you, you had to share the pain with that one. Huh? I didn't need to know that. I really yep. didn't. He's either
0: he's either sucked a dick or had his dick sucked by another man Ugh. twenty thousand times. <laughs> did not need to know that man. I did now did we were not. talking about some of his movies that sucked, which was you know Batman uh Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Batman Forever sucked less, but it wasn't good. Uh-uh. Um and it definitely doesn't hold up to the, the time test, the test of time. No. Taking a look at it. But he's done quite a few awesome movies. I kind of forgot about his, uh, his um, like, uh, Albino Alligator. That was a really, that's like his first one on, that put him on the map. Um, he did Lost Boys, of course, a classic. Yeah. He did Phone Booth. He did. That was a great movie, which stunned yeah. Me when I left, I was like, "Man, that was really, really good." I like Enjoy. that one. Um, he did. Oh wow, he's done a ton of TV, but he's also done. Uh,
1: where is it? God, how what much damn. is he? How much is he worth? That man probably is worth four hundred million dollars. Yeah, by the time he called it,
0: you uh, know. Eight, he did eight millimeter. He did Virginia I, Hill. He I did, watched people bring. Oh, their I clothing. forgot. He wrote. He wrote that shitty movie you like so much, The Wiz. Which, he wrote. He wrote The Wiz.
1: He wrote The Wiz. Really?
0: He, yep. He wrote it. Uh, he wrote. He did uh, directed DC Cab. A white <laughs> Jew wrote the whiz wow yeah that that shit storm
1: dude stop it's a great movie movie. support black cinema
0: it's not good black cinema
1: black cinema matters (laughs) (laughs) can i can i use that line that way i don't don't
0: think i don't don't think i don't think people will like that oh i forgot he he did a time to kill he did falling down great underrated
1: movie falling down i've been trying to find it because i want to see if it holds up because that was what 95
0: no that was uh damn 92 just... hold on no 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 i just lost it damn it. God damn it i know it was in the 90s um 92 i'm going with 92 you're going with like nine... 92s mm, i don't think i think i was still in high school when that came out let me see oh i was wrong 93 you were close. God, I was so close <laughs> so close Nine, 93 yeah i
1: remember loving that movie because of the escalation of of the yeah. character that was just the brilliant part of it it just started with just just a shitty normal shitty day and it just he just got worse and worse, and worse that's, and that's worse. the movie
0: that that movie's like the white man's wet dream Oh yeah, they feel yeah. justified in their shootings. They always refer uh, falling down.
1: If you watch, uh, Russell Crowe is doing a kind of a new movie, kind of an homage to that, uh, like where he's having a shitty day, and uh, him and his lady get into a little argument on the freeway, and she doesn't apologize. So
0: oh yeah, he, she's gonna kill
1: and taunt her and do all that shit. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of like falling down, kind of sorta. I may watch this. You know, I doubt it, but you know, you never
0: know. it not yeah. too bad. So, uh, in other, uh, some other news, uh, like real news, shit. Last week, uh, the police got uh, in Colorado. The, uh, the the they passed a. Uh, I thought it was still in the in the stage of uh presenting it but it 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 has passed yeah uh there is a police reform bill that passed in colorado and it's fucking awesome
1: yeah it is about time it's about time dude they banned chokeholds they're gonna they they have uh what is it called i want to say it's qualified immunity they got rid of Uh, yeah and a few other things that were really you know really progressive where they're they're taking them away from being mil- mil- militarized to being protect and serve again. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: And if, and if the rest of the country adopts this, it is a fucking game changer. Listen to these are some of the requirements. All right. Officers can't use carteroid chokeholds. Nope. Uh, officers can't use deadly force to arrest someone of suspicion of minor or nonviolent offenses, mm-hmm. which is fucking what they do constantly.
1: Yeah, you would think that's, that would be something anyway, but whatever. It seems
0: like a no-brainer, but apparently we have, we, have to, we have to put it in writing. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't use... Uh, I'm sorry. They uh, Yeah, they can't use um, deadly force unless there is proof of imminent threat or danger and there's a substantial risk that the suspect will hurt others wait no more I thought or yeah, I no. felt like my oh,
1: gut yeah. told me
0: <laughs> yeah or I feared for my life uh, because this unarmed person was yelling at me so yeah. I shot them 8 times mm-hmm. uh, all police officers and sheriff dep- and deputies will be required to wear body cameras when they make stops at and all dur- times. Yep. And during most interactions with the public, body camera recordings will be required to be released to the public after incidents. Good. In, all, in most circumstances, within 14 days. Good. Good. If, and you know, they can turn it off when they have their break or if they go to the rest of the big obvious thing to turn it off for. But when they're doing their job, it stays on. It goes yep. off, you get fired.
1: Good. And that's that, what I said from day one.
0: Well, that's what a lot of people said. It seemed like a common sense thing because there's so many instances of it. Just oh, it was off or it fell down. Like that one guy, uh, I forget where, which city it was, but they, 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 his body camera was off and he says it fell off and mm-hmm. they shot, shot a cop, and his dash cam was also off. But he forgot about it. his rear cam, cam which didn't record. They couldn't see anything, but they. Uh, they could hear it, and he had said the cop the killed shot the guy said he had shot first, and he was returning fire. But the audio picked up that it was only two shots, and it was the officer's shot, so he still got tagged for it. But
1: that was no in Florida. More. That was a uh, that was the that was the drummer, black drummer in Florida, who uh, called for help. We, you know, no. was for uh, he was waiting for a um, a tow truck, and this dude was a uh, was off duty and decided to go fuck with him. To help Un- him. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, I remember. Fuck that.
0: him. Yeah, I remember that story. I remember well, that. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember where it was. I, but, I um, that one. So there's no more of that. Mike. body Camp. not It's off. You're you're done. You're done. They will. Okay, officers can be sued individually for misconduct. There. So no. So no more uh, just being bankrolled by the union and just you know they'll just tie you up in court till you run out of money and then it's the end of it. So, no more of that. Good. And they'll be on the hook for up to $25,000 or 5% of the judgment, whichever is less. It has to be determined that the officer did not act in good faith. Good. Cops must be, have a legal basis for establishing contact with someone, including stopping them on the street and pulling over vehicles and traffic. So, no more, they have to have a legal reason for why they pulled you over or for why they're stopping you and asking for your id mm-hmm. it's like if you're not doing anything there's no legal reason so you just keep moving yeah
1: it's like well i
0: felt like he could not no more
1: than this. you you gotta have yeah. a reason why uh yeah. like I, I posted this video of these cops uh trying to break into this dude's house um for a what what they call it a welfare check and then something else and so the dude wouldn't let him in because they got the. They had the wrong house the whole time. Came out later. They were at the wrong house, and he knew they were at the wrong house because they said there was a woman who called. There's no woman here. And what they did was, because this happened to TJ one night, they put their foot in the door. So you oh. close it, now, see, that's a slick trick because yeah,
0: if you, you close it, you're assaulting.
1: Yep, and if you push them back to get them, so you close your door, that's definitely assault. Now they can come in. It's a slick trick they do, and they got in the house. They just burst a door in and uh, they found the kid The, the, the there was a six year old in there he dropped his cereal bowl and uh, he had something that had red in it the cops like is that blood is that blood no that's not blood dude he dropped his cereal bowl that's cereal are you sure that's not blood then they went in and grilled the kid for a few minutes and then finally left and I'm like what what just happened here
0: Unbelievable! I'm so fucking sick of police. I am so uh, sick of them.
1: I am too. It's it's the thing is though. I thank God for social media. I thank God for social media. It is the greatest invention since since
0: since the wheel. Yeah, it's yeah. the only thing that's really putting him to task.
1: Yeah, it's Without- how we got. It's how we got media. here. Yeah, like this one cop. Uh, it, there were ten police officers that were trying to uh, arrest this guy because apparently he he had two crack pipes on him and he had attacked his mother. Now, the attacking the mother is an important part, so you know, you'll catch it in a second. So this, this other fat cop walks up to this lady who's recording it, and he gets right in her face, I mean, literally a foot from her, and says, you need to back up. You're in my space. So she takes a step back. He takes a step forward. I told you to back up. She's like, I did. You keep coming towards me. I'm not coming towards you. You realize the camera's on, right? And then we can see you coming towards it. Yeah, well, I got this guy over here. And she's like, it takes 10 of you to, to get this guy? He looks like he weighs 120 pounds. It takes 10 of you? It's like, well, you know, he had crack pipes and he attacked his father. And I'm like, you just said it was his mother, though. So now I know you're lying about all this. You just want this dude to act up so you guys can hurt him. Turned yeah. out, in fact, had, like, domestic violence charges from his wife. I think two or three times she complained. And this guy definitely didn't like women getting out of getting out of pocket. I can just tell because he got mad for no reason at this time. And then he got he got he got uh, he got suspended with no pay because you know he called her he called her a fucking cunt.
0: Wow,
1: on camera, and I'm like, uh, that's a word I rarely hear. Except you know, that's a white person's word, actually.
0: But, uh, but but I'll use it from time to time. I don't but know, uh, well, I use it if it applies. But um, what happened to being professional? It's hey, like, what a piece of shit. All, yeah. right. Let me, all right. Let me finish this list. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 2023, by 2023, all police departments are required to report all use of force that results in bodily injury or death to a state agency. That information includes the demographics of the person who mm-hmm. was injured, who was killed by the police, the type of force used, as well as the officer's name, and who was involved that is a big one that is a a very big one
1: yeah they can't lie no more about that yeah that's a big one
0: that is the number one thing they hide behind all those things Mm -hmm. In in response to a protest or demonstration cops can't use chemical agents namely tear gas without warning they can't fire rubber or form bullets indiscriminately into a crowd which is really fucking insane yeah. Because rubber rubber bullet bullets still kill people.
1: Yeah, Antar said you don't understand. You're Those supposed things to shoot yeah.
0: yeah, you're supposed to shoot in the direction of what you're shooting at at the ground. And mm-hmm. the bounce up it will, you know, the ricochet from that will get them. But no, there's people with right there's there. people with fucking permanent brain damage because they were shot in the face mm-hmm. with a rubber bullet.
1: Yeah. It's Some fucking lost,
0: insane. They've lost eyes and teeth. Well that, that woman reporter lost an eye got um. shot in the face with a rubber bullet and she, she was a reporter. She lost her eye. Oh, she's going would be so hot. Be so hot. The attorney general will have the power to investigate police departments for civil rights violations. They never had that before. I didn't even know that. I thought they already had that power. Nope. No. So, so I hope this goes you know I hope this goes state by state. I this also is just,
1: do, you know I, I, I'm just tired of the misconduct I'm tired of the and I, the one thing I wish they would make make them do again, which they used to do um, so I think it's like 20 years ago, uh, where they had to live, that was
0: all in that 25 years ago,
1: where they had to live in the vicinity of the of where they were, uh, where they worked you know, where they controlled
0: you, you heard about what so, they're doing, a, what they did in Newark right? In Newark, they, uh they the cops have you know, the cops that work the beat had to like do community service in that in that area, and and the foot patrols and what was it? They said the cops. Uh, they had like barbecues in the city parks and shit. The mm-hmm. cops had. This they, they, is like you're going to be here. This is what you're going to do. And crime in that area, violent crime in that area, went down something like fifty percent in the year. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, yeah, I think it's in like New, Newark. And it was a, uh, it was like, uh, it was, you know, it's kind of hard to pull the shit you're pulling when you know everybody and everybody knows you. And
1: everybody knows you. See, and that's what I told him. I was telling that my brother about that. I was like, the one thing that makes it bad is that you don't know these people, and you feel like you're going into a war zone. But if you live there, you pretty much know everybody and what's going down, so you know if it's serious or if it's just Tyrone being an asshole because he had a little too much to drink tonight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And yeah, you, you know the difference and when cops used to live where they worked there was less ass whippers, there was less murders there was less of all this because they knew if Tyrone was was really a danger or if he was just being a douchebag because he had one too many and that's what I don't like it's like I don't like the commuting 40-50 minutes to an hour into where they work because then it just becomes it becomes even more us against them you know and also do you see those cops i think it was in carolina no, it was alabama who can't wait for the race war to happen and they want to start eliminating niggas
0: oh yeah they're oh, uh God. yeah they were Well, they were was it was it text messages or group text or something like that it was something that
1: was automatically recorded so that you know for it was a det- it got accidentally uh, uh seen by somebody during a uh, routine audit So it wasn't like on their phones, they were doing it on on police shit when they got caught. Now, I can't wait to hear their defense. Oh, they were joking, you know, stress relief. No, that's not not funny, dude. Okay, that's not, no, that's not funny. Under any, even someone like me can't find the humor in that. And that means a lot, I find humor in almost anything. But that's not funny. You know, and and the, the worst part about it is the FBI has been telling these police departments for the better part of 40 years that people like this are infiltrating the police departments all over the country and the military white supremacists and then and, and races are in, are in these places and they've been trying to tell them that they you gotta keep an eye on these people you know but also when you don't have high standards for who becomes a cop and you militarize them on top of it the bullies and, and, and the high school drop, you know, the high school people are going to want to do that job. You know, what better way to continue being an asshole than to be a cop? What better way? You know, mm-hmm. it's the easiest way to go. You know, I mean, if I truly despise white people, I'd have been a cop in Lake Oswego and had a blast doing it. You know, it's a perfect place. Lake No Negro? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Off the brain. Oh, <laughs>
0: Well now, there's black people in Lake Oswego. They're called the Blazers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, the, they're okay.
1: You know, tall ones are fine, but any rescue people can't be here. I knew a girl who, uh, when I worked at um, Consumer Cellular, she lived out there. And in front of everybody, I said, "What do they call Lake Oswego?" She's like, You're, She's like twenty. She's like, "You're not going to make me say it out loud, are you?" I said, "Oh yep. say it out loud for the entire class." They call it Lake Oswego. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Let it go, laughs> bro, damn it! <laughs> I was like, Aha, I told you. I tell some other kid, they call it that. Like, really? Don't? Yeah, they do. There's, there's your proof. So, but anyway, all the way back to it, I hope that this really, and I know a lot of cops are going to quit behind this, which just makes them look bad. Yeah.
0: Well, that, I, I hope they do yeah, quit. I, I, if, they, if they quit because of this, that means they didn't need to exactly. be.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's like.
0: I mean yeah. that's that's it's a win win. It is a win win.
1: Yeah. Because they because
0: they, you know, and
1: I, I don't know why I'm stuck on this word, but I have been. They these cops act like they're not fungible. They really do. They they do not understand that they are fungible. They really are. And you cannot you cannot approach
0: a job and think that you aren't. You know? It's just it's the second week in a row you've used that word Somebody learned a new word everybody. I know. I
1: love that word
0: <laughs> I love that word so Alright, alright Let's lighten it up a little bit um, You have a nerd question Or you have a, a theory And then I have a couple of um, I have a, I a couple of would you rather's Money edition, just two And then we'll call it a all day right. So what What were you telling me about all earlier? Right,
1: so there's a theory on who the big bad is going to be in the next marvel phase four phase five whatever they're calling it and
0: phase, phase four, four yeah I, I
1: just don't know how it's going to hear whatever it's Phase, two. I don't know what it whatever uh the big bad guy and some people are, are thinking that it's going to be thanos again and i read an article that said that the way the soul stone works is that in order to get it, obviously you have to have a sacrifice, and that person can't be brought back. You know, like uh, Black Widow, you can't bring her back; she's dead. Once you're dead, you're gone. Even in Marvel, you, you you die, that's it. But and
0: if you died and if you died before the snap, right. you're, yeah, still you're still dead. dead. You're still so.
1: Dead. Here's the thing about that though: the Soul Stone. Once Thanos did the snap, he didn't kill these people; he put them in a pocket dimension within the Soul Stone. That's why they were able to get them back, because they weren't dead. So the snap doesn't kill, it just it just wheels people out of existence. So when Tony Stark did his snap, Thanos is not dead. Thanos is in a pocket dimension. And his brother is, I think I wanna say Star Fox, but I keep thinking I know I'm wrong, but I'll just go with that for now, is, is is an eternal. And Star Fox, you know, they could easily write it in to where Star Fox gets the stones again. And he just snaps Thanos back because he's not dead, and then Thanos is back reunited with his brother because it feels so good, and he, he's fucking attacking the Marvel universe again. It's it. it it's like I hope I'm wrong, but they it could easily be there because it's written in there, right there.
0: Uh, uh Thanos's brother is Starfox. His real name. He, they call it is you know they call him Star Fox, but his real name is Eros. Yeah,
1: that sounds right.
0: Uh, and I, I, you're right about the comics, mm-hmm. but the the DCEU or CU, the cinematic universe. I'm done
1: with is my idiot. Uh,
0: stop. Uh, get him out. Get him away. Get stop. her away. Uh, um, I don't think they're gonna go back to that. Well, I hope not. Mostly, be, well, I don't think so. They because one, they said they're going with uh, in a completely different direction, and Thanos sounds like a retread. Mm-hmm. And honest, and honestly, um, Foggy and um, all the other creative people that you know who have been involved with these movies all said the same thing regarding who the big baddie is. They said that they're not going to. They're going in a totally different direction and they're not going to do anything to cheapen what we've already seen and to bring thanos back would cheapen what we've already did that's why and like they said you're going to see tony stark as a cameo in black widow but that's years before he died so that's it's a Mm -hmm. prequel because the star is also dead in the universe so um we are not going to i i seriously doubt we're going to see Thanos again, because they don't want Thanos again. They want to go in a completely different direction, and uh, that would be a retreat. And it would cheapen everything. It would just make it lame. I agree. I, but I, my only curiosity is you 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 listen you listen to these YouTubers no, too much. No, but the problem the, prob- <laughs> the only
1: thing that makes this is makes me question it is why would they? Because you and I both agree, the Marvel writers. Are very meticulous. They don't do things without a a plan, you know, a reason. Every picture, everything is in there for a reason. Why would this? Why would the Soul Stone do this? And 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 not have people think, well, maybe Thanos is coming back.
0: It could be a misdirect. It could. It it could be. And now. They, you're right about what they do for a yeah. reason they, they, they're they, very deliberate with a lot of the stuff they do but you also failed to mention that a lot of times they just plain old reinvent history they just kind of ignore stuff because it doesn't fit the cinematic universe yeah. and and that's going to be something they ignore I, I, I firmly believe that That's they're not going to even touch on it Because it's not it doesn't it doesn't pertain to what they want to do. They'll they'll use what they need to use, and they'll make all these things. That's just a byproduct of the storytelling. There's a lot of we could we could we could Monday morning football this with with all the with a lot of with every movie. There's a lot of stuff that we could go in another direction because hey, they know that you can do this and this Mm -hmm. and this. I mean, but I they're too on point. To make such an obvious misstep, I don't think they did it. I don't think they're going to plan on bringing them back. or they? This is open thing for the. I don't think any of that. I think they just reinvented history the way they needed it to work to tell their story, in you know, in two movies, and that's what. Well, they Well, I guess
1: if you look at it from that standpoint, how else were they going to bring back all the good guys who, who got killed with the snap? You
0: know yeah i mean also oh, also got- he didn't die the way yeah he didn't die the way he was he did in the comics i mean vastly different way i mean he uh you know uh uh nebula was supposed to take him out and you know he didn't do it for death he didn't do it to, to appease some some you know the appease death so he could because he had a hots yeah. for her. None of that shit. So there's a lot we could do this all day. True, they
1: did change everything. I, they, they did. It's just it, it's just so weird that that is that was a big part. Stop. That was a big part of, of 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 the movie is that that's how they brought all the guys who got taken out by the snap. They can be brought back. So by using that logic, they inadvertently or on purpose wrote Thanos can come back too.
0: Yeah, it's not. I I, I bet money oh, on I, it. I, I, I don't I, think
1: it's Marvel, the way Marvel's been going, Marvel hasn't screwed up yet outside of the second Thor, you know, which a lot of people hated. I didn't hate. I just didn't love it. I kind of, you know, I, I'm nothing yet. Oh, yeah. Um, and we all know they're going to make a misstep sooner or later, but I don't think they'll make one of that magnitude. You know, because I don't know who the next bad you know some people are saying you know it's gonna be galactus i i, I don't I honestly don't know you know i've heard rumors that it might be the silver surfer you know as the bad guy i'm like
0: i heard uh, now this is also this is also a rumor i don't know but i heard uh they're going to use the um dr strange movie is going to be kind of like Marvel's version of Flashpoint. It's going to introduce a lot yeah, of people. I heard that too. Yeah, a lot. And we're going to probably—that's how we're probably going to get our first glimpse at the X-Men, or at least mentioned. Yeah, the I heard
1: that too. Yeah, Wolverine, all that good stuff. You know, we mentioned it in, in that. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious if they're going to be able to talk Hugh Jackman back into it for a couple more movies. uh You know, who knows.
0: I don't think that's gonna happen.
1: If they if they load up the French truck for him, he will get back on them weights and all that stuff.
0: No, 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 no. I don't think they want him. I don't oh, think they want him. okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I
1: I think he's run his course. Logan was a good way to send him off. So I, I get it. I think it's just time to
0: start over. I mean, I mean, they 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 have said you know they there's all these giant casting calls for they're looking for new fresh faces to make stars they're not star fuckers like the DC people they make like stars. I've
1: always said man DC keeps fucking up don't pick if you pick people who aren't stars you can sign up for longer contracts longer movies and when they become stars guess what they can't fuck you over and go like
0: well I want more money for this no, 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 no. and do you actually believe that Marvel is going to carry over anything any Thing any stink from all those other X Men movies? No, no they're going to start fresh. Wipe this. They're not going to. They're not dipping, and they're not. They're not. They're going to start fresh and start new. They're not going to like bring anybody from those old movies into these movies. And no, there's too much stink. On I, I really hope the rumor's
1: true that uh, that uh, what's his face and Professor Xavier are going to be black uh magneto that would just that would be full well, circle with everything that, that stan lee started up with king and x yeah that they be can't fantastic.
0: well yeah, but they yeah because they can't they can't go with the narrative of the of world war Two no. anymore i mean we can't start our franchise with a 90 year old exactly. magneto and a 90 year old uh dr xavier so we have to find another you know the risk of sounding callous we got to find another atrocity uh that's closer to you know closer to this era than yeah. that era it just it just doesn't mean you know because you know they're you know magneto's a holocaust survivor now it's this whole bent he didn't want to repeat right. that so that's why he went so tyrannical mm-hmm. but we got to go in a different we got to go sooner so i'm thinking if they pick like you know um the ethnic cleansing in Rwanda, or even even this. the Armenian Armenian genocide. Yeah. You know, if they want if they want to keep them white, they can go that way. But they gotta they gotta bring they gotta modernize what atrocities they've come from because it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. We're too far we're too far removed from World War Two. No, oh yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: Oh, and also um, the and then we can move on to the la- next question or the ne- the last part of it. I, I, I did some more reading on uh, on the next uh, Black Panther. You know, nothing's confirmed because oh, yeah? I'm pretty sure uh, what's his face. I can't remember his name. Uh, has it? No, no, no. The brother who's who Right? Who's writing it all?
0: Uh, A du- director? Uh, oh, oh, oh um, yeah. God I can't damn, remember what his is he. His name name. Name. Some odd reason. It's gonna bother me. But you go ahead and tell he, uh, there there's been a
1: rumor because I read about in the comics that Killmonger did go into the water and somehow Namor resurrected him. Oh
0: uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't think about Ryan yeah, Cooper, by the way. That's it. And
1: Namor resurrected him. Um and he be he fought on the side of uh Prince Namor for quite a while. And I'm thinking because Jordan's character was so popular, I'm wondering if he's going to get re- resurrected that way, you know? Because they did drop him in the ocean, which would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, I, I want Marvel to to not retread because that's a dangerous path to go down when you start retreading. Exactly. You know, it, it becomes too easy. You know, he had his run. He did a great job. You know you, you probably could have had him blocked up but they had him thrown in the water and after reading about how they resurrected once before in the comics i'm wondering if coogler did that on purpose so they could bring him back if they had if, if he if he works out and does a great job the fans want to see him again you know and also you have the doctor strange uh what's it called something in the madness where he's in multiple universes
0: yeah, multiverse yeah the multiverse of madness, madness. there's so
1: many things that can happen from there you know
0: yeah it's really gonna be its really gonna be the linchpin as far as what phase 4 is gonna look like cause that's the first movie of phase yeah. 4 is, is Doctor Strange and who knows
1: what's gonna, who's gonna pop out you know Loki may show up again you know some variation you know which is already out there but I don't know we don't know where he is This um, TV show is supposed to figure that out but I also said, those are those shows going to
0: be linked to the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe too. I think so. And um, well, no, they are, but they're not like the shows. Well, all those shows are They're time capsules because they're in between. Uh, I think WandaVision is is uh, one. Oh no, it's all post. All post uh, Infinity or all post uh,
1: Endgame. See, I thought I thought I don't know. was taking place during that time where that five year period where uh, there was nothing going on. You know, like Black Widow's time. I thought that's when WandaVision was taking uh, happening. That's when uh her and uh, the the Vision May- doing this, doing the little you know, hi honey, I'm home from work type
0: shit. Uh, I I don't know because WandaVision just from the trailers now i don't know for sure but just from the trailers some of the stuff she's doing is reminiscent of uh the vision comic uh there was a vision short run where he uh i forget it's not called homecoming what is it called uh i have to look it up but there's one where he you know he and he's like alone and he's like he's no longer with with her in the comic so he tries to make his own family and he just creates his own family wife and kids like the white picket fence the whole thing and it goes horribly <laughs> of long. course it does <laughs> i mean it, it, it turns into like almost like a horror comic because it's just like you know shit. like you come home and like the pet is being filleted on the table because she doesn't know that it's wrong the wife doesn't know that it's wrong oh, wow. you know and that that kind of shit it just goes really bad i forget the name of the comic i'm gonna have to look it up but i i it, like when when she's like inside of a uh, a sitcom and she comes home that kind of shit is in that comic so i wonder if that's where going was that so that'll be interesting it's just gonna it's gonna be interesting to see if they all tie in
1: um because that was one of the complaints people had about um, uh, the one Colson ran on, that was on TV. I remember what it was called. Uh, the Agents of something. And uh, that it never connected to the universe. You know, a lot of the actors were kind of pissed off that it didn't connect. You know? And I wasn't happy about that either. So, alright, what else you got? I think so. Still there? Hello?
0: I don't recall. I was in the middle of talking about something when
1: it cut off.
0: We were talking about WandaVision show, and I was talking about how, um, well, just pick it from here. Uh, Sorry, folks. (laughs) Uh, Our app cut us off because we were just going on too long. And uh, we were talking about WandaVision, and I was talking about, well, I don't remember either, and I'm not going to go back yeah. and check right now. So we're just going to end that. I'm going to go with the last thing, the last thing in the show.
1: All right.
0: And uh, is what you, what you would you rather? Okay. All right. So the first one, I'll make it an easy one, and I got a second one that's a little harder. All right. All right, this is the money edition. I kind of like, these are kind of like my things now, especially since you've been slipping on what stays, what goes. I haven't had one of those in forever. So, would you rather win Mm $50,000 or let your friend win $500,000? Hmm.
1: Well, do they know I let them win it? Is the
0: key. Well, Let's just say yeah. I mean, okay. uh, But even if let's say let's say what's your? I'm assuming your answer is yes. If they do know, because if I win five hundred thousand dollars and you say, "Hey, I didn't take it," so you can win that, then I'm obviously going to give you fifty thousand dollars, right? But if I don't, if I don't know, would you do that?
1: God damn it. I need the fifty, so I probably uh, it, I'd, I'd probably have to take the fifty. I mean, I'm not an ass. <laughs> yes, but, you are. Yes, uh, you are. I, I, I'd probably I'd probably have to take the fifty. I, I'd have to take. The 50. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a douche, but I have to take. The 50. Oh, now, if you not... knew, and that uh, that'd be different, you know. you could be with you could be with a hundred G's, and then we go go you know one fifth. No, no, you, you, you get
0: you
1: get you get fifty, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I you think didn't... you win a oh, half a million dollars. What one
0: fifth. Well, the yeah. better, you know, one fifth. You, be, you get your fifth to be happy. We were both. We both didn't have this money, and now you want to be selfish.
1: Selfish. <laughs> I let you win a half a million dollars, and you better give me one fifth, man. That's
0: all I'm yeah. saying. One fifth. I give you fifth. I give you fifty thousand dollars and a nice pair of boots.
1: Uh, boots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, 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 if the
0: Timberlands,
1: all right. I don't even know what
0: <laughs>
1: <work>. <laughs> Oh gosh
0: that's funny. All right, now here's the big one. This, I did this one at work, and uh, everybody, some some few people, just said, "No, I can't do it," and I I, I don't know if I could do it either. Okay, uh, it's a big one. All right, you are you have some distant relative, some rich relative you didn't know you had, and mm-hmm. they gave their and you inherited, so that now it's an inheritance, so it's tax free. So you oh. inherited. $100 million. Ooh. So that's that's what you have in the bank. Mm-hmm. Here is the stipulation. You have $100 million, mm-hmm. but you're pl- for 11 months out of the year. Mm-hmm. and And this means this place, th- this 11 months out of the year, you're going to have to live in Mississippi. Here, here's the catch. Now you can go anywhere you want on that 12th month of the year. You pick a month, but for 30 days, you can go anywhere you want. Well, but on day 29, your ass better be on a plane going back to Mississippi where you live. Now you can go anywhere you want in Mississippi, but it's in Mississippi. You can't you cannot leave that state. But one month a year for you to keep this money, you, mm-hmm. you you break the you break that that contract. You you forfeit all that money. It goes to you know whoever. But if you want this hundred million dollars, you you live eleven months out of the year in the good old state of Mississippi.
1: Mississippi. Huh? <laughs> all
0: right. Well, here, here here's a question:
1: Can I decide? who gets the money if i leave mississippi and don't and No, no,
0: no you don't. You don't. Damn it. You have zero you have zero control over that. In fact, Stop. it doesn't go to anybody. You know, it just goes away. But Damn. you you have this money for life. This is your money. But, you know, in one month a year you can go anywhere you want, but 11 months of the year, Mississippi. <sighs>
1: Do you take it? I'd have to. I would i have to take it. I, I it would be tough living in living in that back backwater state, but that's so much money, man. And plus Mississippi's so cheap.
0: But it's Mississippi.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> even there even parts where black people don't even realize they're free in the yeah. city. So yeah. We free uh,
0: now.
1: <laughs> we free now, sir? Yeah. We're free now, you be dummy.
0: Uh, hey, just to give you an idea of the how bad it is there on the liter, liter literacy rate, Mississippi is forty 49th. 49th What's fiftieth? Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, what a shock! The
1: two most conservative states in the union are 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 fucking the dumbest. That's yeah, yeah, not a surprise. Oh, I, I did see something that I thought was interesting. Uh, It was, okay, Whitney Houston, Tina Marie, Sade, or um, Anita Baker. Okay, so you, what was, how how did that go? You, who, which, how would you, well, one, I think it was, how would you rank them? And two, which ones would, you have to remove three of them. What three do? You, what what ones do you remove? Or oh, no, no, you had to remove one of them. How do? You, what do? You, what do you? Which ones do you remove? You had to rank them and then remove one of them. Because I already picked mine, and I and I had pretty good reasons, I think, for for the okay. one I
0: picked. Okay, who do I have again? You
1: have Whitney Houston, Tina Marie, uh, Anita Baker, and Sade.
0: Oh fuck, man, it's tough. I've all it. heavy. i have like, Yeah, and I have to rank stop. them. I have to keep thinking you're talking to me. I was like, Will "You asked me, motherfucker." No, no. no, no. <laughs> I know. Um, and this is the and this is ranked from best to uh, yeah from best uh, well, I guess worst, but the, all of them are excellent. So absolutely, so they're, they're not really. Whoo. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on vocal skill because all of them have banger songs, you know, the mm-hmm. hits. So I'm not gonna pit one song against the other. I'm just gonna go on their ability as a singer mm-hmm. so I'm going to go Whitney Houston oh wait where's the four to number one I'm going to go Tina Marie mm-hmm. um, Anita Baker mm-hmm. what was it uh, Whitney Houston and who else uh, Sade oh okay I take the back I'm going to go Anita Baker oh no I'm going to go <sighs> shit I'm gonna go Tina Marie, Sade, Anita Baker, Whitney Houston. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's I mean, I, I had to go down to skill because they all they're all excellent singers. Yeah. They're all excellent artists, but I, as far as like a live on the mic, I think I think I chose the best. Yeah,
1: know. Whitney Whitney's the best. I mean, oh just, yeah, yeah, man, you can't even debate that.
0: Oh, and I'm I'm sorry. Um, your your state, your home state. They moved up from the 49th spot, now they're 46 in education, uh, 50th in healthcare, 48th in economy, 45th in infrastructure, so everything's falling apart, what a shithole place.
1: Oh yeah, it's an awful place, Mississippi is there's no joke, man. it's just terrible, terrible, terrible place, you know, but they're conservative man, that's what happens. They got the, they got god guns. They don't need nothing else.
0: <laughs> oh man, you are going to, and you are going to get hit up. You're going to have a lot of see. If you if you chose to take that deal, I'd say you just build a a compound and have everything you want there, you know, or shipped in or fly people in for weekends and shit because you can't do shit. No, you know, fucking. They have the nation's highest poverty rate.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. it's an awful place, man. It's just, and then they, they blame Democrats for everything. And I'm like, <laughs> as deeply Republican as you are, you blame Democrats? Is, you guys are dumbing did It seems. But all right, so so the Whitney thing. Um, now now which 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 ones would have to go? Like if you had to get rid of rid of one of them. Who you get rid of?
0: Only because of her catalog is not as big as the others. Tina Marie. Not because she's white. It's because Man. she has she has the smallest catalog.
1: She has 21 albums.
0: Remember that? Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, really? I didn't realize that, too. She has 21 albums.
0: Oh, hold on, yeah. then. Hold the phones. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. You know who has the least, then? Probably Sade. Hold on, let me look i want say I want to say Anita Baker's got the least uh, side,
1: a, side a pumps out the album she's probably
0: got fifteen sixteen albums I would think no, no, she's one of those artists that puts out an album every let's see uh Anita baker has
1: where is it I'll say ten albums.
0: She has, oh, fuck. Wow.
1: I guess it's more than 10.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She has eight Grammys, five platinum albums. Damn. Hold on, I got to change. I have to change the wording. One second. Uh, it's exciting radio. <laughs> yeah, um, Anita Baker has. She has. Holy, let's see. One, Drum two, roll, please. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. She has eleven albums. Oh, so close. Charday. Um, is is funny? We okay, Charday. Um, but it's uh, it's, it's, it's Sadie, is the way it's pronounced, the way it's yeah. spelled. Uh,
1: she has
0: how many do you think? 13. She uh, she has one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Six albums, six studio albums, two live albums. Wow! That's, I, I told you. I, I, no, my mm-hmm. mom was a big fan of both, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Sarday was one of those artists that puts out an album like every four years, every five years. She it's, uh, she lives like she doesn't need to put out put out content.
1: Okay, I'm stunned.
0: Uh, uh, Whitney Houston has quite a few.
1: Yeah, I think she's got at least fifteen. I would Different I don't albums.
0: think she I don't think she has that much really either either.
1: Well then hers must just be high
0: I'll, quality. I'll, well they're all huge, huge yeah. albums. Um Yeah, Whitney
1: W I N T.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I think it was on the unsung where I saw that Tina Marie had twenty one albums. That's which, crazy. Which I didn't know. I mean, because I only know her for uh Love A Girl. You know, that was the one that introduced me to her. Like I didn't know all about her past with Rick James and and, and, and Motown. I didn't know any of that stuff. You know, I I for a while there I thought she was a one hit wonder. You know, but it turned out I mean this this little white girl's got like a like a huge you know, number of albums and, and, and history. You know.
0: Yeah, let's see.
1: Whitney, Whitney, I'd say then I'd probably say Whitney has twelve, minimum twelve, twelve albums. Minimum twelve. I hear the Jeopardy music playing in my head now. Yeah, try <laughs> stop. Thank you. Strange old dog. How many? Where we get cut off again? Hello. Hello. I'm here. I don't know what happened. Was a long silence.
0: God damn it. Well, Whitney Houston has 11 albums.
1: Yeah, I said 12. That was yeah. gross.
0: No, you said 15.
1: And I, I thought I changed it to 12 at the end, but whatever.
0: Oh. <laughs> so I'd have to let Sarday go.
1: See, I looked at it this way. I I went off of just, um, just, just songs that you know them by, you know, and, and, and big hits. hmm And, Obviously, Whitney's number one. You know, I mean, everything she sang pretty much went to number one. You know, I mean, she was just a goddess with her voice. You know, and then I put uh, Sade next because you know, "Smooth Operator" is an all-time classic. Oh yeah. You know, and a couple others she did without ringing a bell or I can't remember the names, but you know, I you know them as soon as you hear them, if you're of a certain age. Anita mm. Baker, the one that I remember is "Sweet Love." That's the one that really put her on the map with
0: me. Right,
1: and then Tina Marie, you know, "Lover Girl." So, I felt like that if I had to get rid of one, it would probably be Tina Marie, just because I only know of one thing she's done. But that's yeah. on my part, you know, for just not knowing her history. But that being said, I would still have to remove her because her music never had any. Impact on my life at all, you know? I mean,
0: right. It, it, my it, mom, it My mom listened to all of them and had all their a lot of their albums, but I like I I, I don't really have a super strong attachment to any of them, but other than like Anita Baker's because my mom listened to her all the time. That was probably one of her favorites. Yeah, was an, was Anita Baker, but um, I just felt I should go on numbers. It just felt fair that way. Because it's, you know, music so subjective. It really is, yeah. And, and, I, and you know, it would be different if I felt passionately about one or the other, but I just don't. They're all kind no, of I, right.
1: I, I, I get it. You know, it's like some people trying to choose, you know, between, uh, you know, Public Enemy and Run D.C. kind of thing.
0: You know? Oh, like, yeah, that's a, that see, that would be a selfish choice for me.
1: Yeah. I, they're it's both like,
0: super I, important, and I listen to, I yeah. listen to both.
1: Yeah, you know, DMC, you know, they 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 really popularized rap, but Public Enemy, man, they they gave you important shit, you know, they talked about important stuff with their music. So, mm-hmm. you know, which one do you choose? And if you got but if you got to base it on hits, obviously you take Run-DMC cuz they've had more hits. You know, they, they 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 they've had a more of an impact hit-wise on the genre than uh public enemy so you look at it you look at those four women you know obviously it's Whitney and then to me you can either you can probably flip-flop depending on the person you are you know with Anita Baker and Sade, but Tina Marie has to come in fourth unless you're a person you know who's probably over 60 and we're into like Rick James or now you gotta be probably 65 and you were deep into Rick James and all that stuff, and then you would know who she is because of that. You right. know, I, I was never deep into Rick James. You know, I love Rick James now, but you know, coming up, he wasn't my cup of tea.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally that's the way I felt about Marvin Gaye growing up. I was like, ah, that's my mom's music. Exactly. Now now, now I like, you know, it's constant rotation in my in my uh in my uh
1: playlist. Well, you also have to think about it. Marvin Gaye had almost a perfect voice. You know, he was one of the few guys that you just go, like, your voice is flawless. I mean, it, it's literally the perfect singing voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, his his voice appeals, I think, could appeal to somebody a thousand years from now. They hear Marvin Gaye go, like, Man, that can sing. You know, a thousand years from now. You know, and then you got other singers, man. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe for the time they were okay, you know. But Marvin Gaye, man, is, is, is was my mother's music, you know, until I, like you say, until I got older, and then I was like, damn, this motherfucker can sing. I like Marvin Gaye stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: man.
1: I think my introduction to him, really being able to sing well, was uh, Sexual Healing, because that was later in his career, and I think I was a teenager when that came out.
0: Yeah, we're we're yeah going, nice. I like this song, you know. It's, for yeah, yeah, that was like 84, 85 because he died in eighty five, right?
1: Yeah, something like that dad shot him in
0: the noggin. Yeah.
1: And killed him. And I was like, dude, you took Marvin from us, man? Really? Really? Um but yeah, I mean it's it just, just have certain criteria and what to get rid of. Um I just use the foul familiarity. You know, and then Tina Marie's the one i I was least familiar with. You know, I mean, I can't say it enough. I had no idea she was so prolific, including the albums. Together, like,
0: like Tupac,
1: he left enough songs we could put an album out every year for twenty five years. I think he said.
0: Yeah, you know? he, yeah, he did more. He did well, more albums, more music from him. It's uh, weird. He recorded like he knew he was gonna die. <laughs> he did. he when you think he, about it? It's like he, he recorded he more. Al- more albums came out after he died than. During his life, but think about that—him and Biggie, twenty-five years old, I know. fucking fucking kids, mm-hmm. kids, yeah, twenty-five,
1: yeah, both up gunned down. Yeah, they both,
0: they both put out content. Well, especially Tupac, but they—they—they they, they were especially Tupac. He was—he recorded music like he knew he wasn't going to be around to see it. Well, you know, that's the realize. Thing, it's a
1: Yeah, he he had like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs that are unreleased, that they could be released now. You know, I don't know if Suge still owns the rights to them.
0: Well, they've released quite a bit. I don't think you've realized how much they've actually released. I mean, I think they're probably near exhausted what he has. He's had like 10 albums come out after his death. Damn. Yeah, dude. It's fucking crazy.
1: God, how many songs are on an album?
0: 15 or so? Anywhere between 12 to 20, depending on the album.
1: God damn, man. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you what do you even have to talk about all, all that <laughs> shit, man? Motherfucker write it, write an album, write a song a day or every couple of hours, you'd be like, man, I like that, man. I'm gonna write a song about it real quick. Hold on. Give me 10 minutes. He yeah. just, <laughs> just pumped a song real quick, man. The guy was like a fucking, you know, he was a rap savant, man. It was just, I honestly think that if he'd have lived to about 40, people would realize, I think, how great he was, you know, or, you know, he he would be ranked higher than he is now. You know, a lot of people don't know who he is, the kids, uh, and I'm talking 25 and under. 30 and under don't really know who he is. Because he died 25 years ago. So actually probably, probably 32 to 35 and under wouldn't know who he is, you know, and really don't know what he was and what he what he meant to to the rap game and how there wouldn't be all this rap music without him, you know, and Q and those guys, man. They 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 took it from an East Coast thing to worldwide. You know, I know I know Run DMC had world tours, but Run DMC
0: didn't blow it up like those guys did, I don't think. You know, no, at least from you, what you, I remember. You're you're wrong on that. But uh they did blow it up. It's just that it was different. When Run DMC were big, there were I mean, look at their competition back then. When they when they hit with Raising Hell, mm-hmm. the biggest star before that was Curtis Blow. And now uh, they're playing
1: bath yeah.
0: <laughs> The Def Jam used to be called the House of Curtis Blow. The house that Curtis Blow built. Yeah. And, and, the and, and, and they said Run D M C and L Q J and Public Enemy did like uh did like, you know, the fixtures. Public Enemy is like, yeah, uh Curtis Blow, you know Curtis Blow was, you know, the house that uh Curtis Blow is responsible for the house that, you know, um Def Def Jam built, but we we did like you know the electro, the you know we did like the outlets and the faucets and shit. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a nice. <laughs> so, house. but when Tupac was coming up, rap was in its you know first real heyday, and it's you know it was it was still really it only been like fifteen years, fourteen years old at that point. Yeah, and and then when he came up, there was Run There was uh, Run DMC were at the tail end of their careers. Yeah, and, they were. NWA you had Ice T, you had the Beastie Boys, you had way different playing field, and it was just another like another leap, you know. Yeah, those guys
1: changed the genre. They changed rap forever. Those guys that you just named, because DMC and those guys were the last party have fun rap group that was successful. You know, I mean, yeah, Will Smith made a made a killing doing that, but they were the last ones. NWA two of guys hit and it just the, the genre was never the was never the same. And it was know? also
0: during the Renaissance when the West Coast was becoming big because for the longest time it was strictly dominated by New York. East Coast, you yeah, know. It was New York, East Coast, yeah. And you have all these guys coming out and just completely dominating.
1: Yep. And then right after that, that's when the southern rap started to hit. Yeah. You know, Master P and those guys really are the godfathers of Southern rap.
0: Yeah. You Master know. P, um, Outcast. Um, yeah. um, they were all part of the Dungeon family, which is also includes uh CeeLo and uh what are those guys? CeeLo and uh CeeLo Green, but he was part of um what was that rap group he was part of? I can't remember what that little weird little midget group was. <laughs> Oh he had a really good it was a really good group. Um uh, but they only put like three albums and it kinda fell apart after that. But um uh oh Goody Mob, Goody Mob. That
1: sounds right, yeah. Cause I remember, I've heard of them, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he came from Goody Mob and then he went solo as CeeLo.
1: See I've never been into Southern Rap, man. I, I didn't I never mind Ludacris so much, but
0: Yeah, Ludacris is probably the only one life. I Yeah. yeah. Ludacris is the only one I really kind of fuck with because the rest. Oh, that them and Outcast. I was I love Outcast, but
1: Outcast well, I, I just consider them universal. You know, they're more they're musicians. You know that Andre uh, Three Thousand is just a god godly talent.
0: Well, they're they're from that group. I mean, they you know uh, Goody Mob, uh, Outcast, those guys. Uh, those guys all used to hang out together. They they that's where they. And there's a group, they called themselves the Dungeon Family because they were all in someone's, ba- one of the guys' basement. You know, that's where that kind of, that sound came from. It's just like those three groups. And, you know, from the, the group of guys would go there and just hang out, They you know, they formed those three groups. Two guys became outcasts. Those g- other guys became Goody Mob. Other guys became, um, you know, Dungeon Family. And it's just, it was a big it was a big renaissance for that stuff yeah. but all right but it's getting late i'm getting up on my bedtime uh, it's uh, only like 2:30 in the afternoon but i work nights folks so it hey, is he, does it.
1: he he's 70 years old he goes to bed early he has he has dinner at 3 and then he has he gets up at 4 in the morning to have breakfast he's he's an old man
0: i got to take my metamucil and then go to bed yes you do yo <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, Sorry for the little technical difficulties, but we'll get that all fixed up next week.
1: We'll see you next week. All right. Peace. All
0: right.